welcome listeners to the Dispatch Podcast, where each episode we'll dive into a new aspect of student life here at James Bowie High School. My name is Zach. And I'm Adriana. And we'll be your hosts today. Uh, today we're going to be talking about the broken elevator, um, the broken AC, and the rat problem at Bowie. We're here with Jackson Grosso. Hello, I am in 10th grade. I'm a sophomore. So you were in a room with no AC for a while, right? Yeah. And how long was that? It was probably for about two, maybe three months. Um, and what class was this? Yeah, so I'm in Mr. Garcia's class in eighth period, so oh. from three o'clock to 4.30. That's like at the end of the day when it's like peak hot, right? Yeah, so like whenever we were in there, it was probably like a solid 90. Yeah, and like he probably had classes before that, so people coming in and out and people sweating. So there was like a bunch of that, and then you had him last period, so. How do you manage to stay focused and engaged in class, especially on warmer days when there's no air conditioning? Uh, I usually... Like, I'm pretty lucky because I'm in the back of the class. Yeah. So he has, like, one fan. That he does. I had Mr. Garcia sure last year. He had that fan. Something. Yeah. But he has one, like, swivel fan. Mm-hmm. And the only way that I was able to cope is just wait for the fan to yeah. come back and hit me. It's yeah. so tough. I'm really glad I was just play this year. So. Yeah. Wait, so the AC works now, right? So it's on and off right now. Okay. But, like, some days it's either exceptionally oh. cold or it's dead, or it's barely yeah. working. This and past week when it was cold, like, was it warm in the class, or was it, like, really cold? Like, how was the it temperature? It was pretty cold in the it class. It was. But personally, I like the cold yeah. better than the heat. So yeah. in the absence of air conditioning, how do you think the classroom environment could be improved to enhance the learning for the students? First of all, they should probably provide more fans or, like, yeah. those. I've seen some classes with those mini AC things. Oh. They yeah. should bring more of those, they should. In, mostly into those classrooms in Sea Hall. Uh-huh. So, are they working on the AC right now, or like how is it? Like, so there's my teacher said that there's always somebody coming into the classroom to fix it. Yeah, but they just clear out like a filter, okay. and then whenever it refills in like a week, it uh-huh. dies again. Oh, um, have you noticed any impact on your concentration or academic performance during the lack of air conditioning? Yeah, so whenever we're taking notes, which is a very, like, you got to be paying attention or you're yes. going to miss something. Especially it, it, in an AP class. Exactly. Yeah. So whenever you're taking notes and, and you're missing. sweating and everything like that, you could be missing some, like, very important topics mm-hmm. about that's going right. to be on the next test or an AP yeah. test later on in the year. Yeah, because you're so focused on, like, your body temperature right now and how you're sweating and how it's just so, like, musty you're like not concentrating on the actual thing. So how would you say you overcame these challenges? For me, I overcame them just by like zoning out from the heat and yeah. just going straight into the lesson. So yeah. got to keep a strong mental. Yes. Yeah. As a student, what suggestions would you offer to improve the overall comfort and conditions in the classroom considering the absence of air conditioning? Like, just have water in the room. Actually, outside in the hallway, if they had the water fountains to where it was actually cold and not just lukewarm water, that would be great. Yeah, that water is kind of nasty. Yeah, it is. I also think they should, like, put air conditioning in the hallways I don't know why they haven't. They did that to the fine arts and they did that to the athletic building. So that is all our questions for today. Thank you for letting us interview you, Jackson. Yeah, no problem. It was fun. Mm -hmm. Bye. We are here with Miss Haney. Hi, I'm Chrissy Haney. I'm a teacher here at Bowie. I teach English 3 and Ethnic Studies and AP Lang. So can you describe when and how you first became aware of the rat problem at Bowie? Yeah, so teachers come back a week before students when we come back from the summer. And when we first came back, one of my colleagues in the room next to me 
told me that some food had been left in that room over the summer and that he'd seen evidence of rats. And so I was spreading that news to other people in upstairs A-Hall just to say, like, I just heard this. And uh, one of them said that they'd seen a rat climbing in their room when they opened the door. So that's how I first became aware of it. Yeah, I think a big thing for the rats is like leaving food behind because since the rat problem, a lot of my teachers like stop letting us eat in class because of that problem because they're like, well, if you eat in class, you're going to leave crumbs behind and then the rats are going to come to my class. And like, I understand that. Honestly, I wouldn't want rats in my class either for sure and I have I try to keep my closet pretty stocked with snacks yeah and at the very beginning of the year I had a big load of snacks that people had donated to my classroom Mm -hmm. and I told my kids right off the bat like there's a rat friend issue happening we Mm -hmm. think and so I'm not going to bring snacks in until we know that that's not an issue anymore because I didn't want them even if I lock them in my closet like I don't want them at all and I don't want to entice them in yeah make the problem worse but yeah so that was an issue for the first several weeks but once we knew that they had started extracting the corpses of the rats, um, I brought the snacks in. So my kids have snacks now. What incidents alerted you that the situation was severe? So it was those pictures, like when pictures started coming in and we were, there were just these huge messes in people's rooms, like Mm -hmm. especially on Monday mornings when Mm -hmm. we would get here, people would have messes. And then of course the snakes, (laughs) the snake was like, oh, Okay. <laughs> there was only one snake incident, right? Or was there more than one? This year, I think there was only one. Okay. Um, I don't know for sure. I only know of one. Yeah. All right. Uh, so how do you feel about the presence of rats at school uh, impacted by the day-to-day life, both students and teachers? Um, I, so one funny way to put it is like, you know, we've made jokes about opening our rooms and finding rats sitting around tables playing poker and, you know, doing things like that. Um, it, it didn't impact us too much. I think um, teachers who were being cautious by keeping food out of the rooms yeah. and, and things like that, um, that can affect kids, mm-hmm. um, especially y'all's age where you need <laughs> lots of snacks, yeah. um, you know, and some kids maybe miss lunch because mm-hmm. they were making a, a test or something, you know, yeah. or doing something else. And um, so that that was kind of hard, but it wasn't like a extremely negative yeah. impact. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, in your opinion, do you feel like the school's response to the issue met the needs and expectations of the school community? Because this is a big problem. Yeah, I do. I mean, you can only do so much like Mm -hmm. um, rats are they're also nocturnal, you know, and so a lot of, you know, we're going to miss out on a lot of things because we're all only here during the day. And (laughs) there's nobody here that works all night long. And um, you can only do so much when you find evidence of them. You got to call the exterminators and have them come in and take care of it. And they did. So So, like the rat problem is like solved basically I think so yeah yeah I mean I can't say for sure but I feel like no one's talked about any in a while yeah Yeah. in about I guess a little over a month I think it was like mid-September um when that was the last September 12th I think was Mm -hmm. the last time um yeah so it's been we think that's when it's been more than a month since yeah that's good yeah and I've had snacks in my room for a few weeks now. Yeah. Like two or three weeks and nothing. Okay. So that's good. Okay, that's good. Yeah. Were there any problems like this, like in fine arts or like the athletic building? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, 
I I never am over there or anything. Yeah. I'm not sure. I seriously doubt it. Mm-hmm. Um, I know they had some plumbing issues <laughs> for mm-hmm. a while last year. I remember um, that. Like the fine arts hallway would stink up. Smell. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we have that issue in upstairs a hole as well, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, which I think is part of the the poor plumbing yeah. structure in the building as well, um, because it's so old and mm-hmm. it's like a small city. Like the academic wing, it's three thousand people. Oh, you know, it's yeah. so many people. It and is. It's like this one building is housing the entire population all at once. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. That is day a lot. in and day out. Um, and it being open air right next to the woods, it, there are just all kinds of yeah that arise. All right, Miss Haney, thank you for letting us interview you today. Um, <laughs> thank you so much. No problem. Oh, and we're here with Pace Samford. Hello. Hello. <laughs> so how long have you been on crutches? Ooh, okay, so I've been on crutches about three weeks now. Was so. the elevator ever not working when you were on crutches? Yeah, the like the first week for about like the first two or so days, it wasn't working, which definitely sucked because that was like when I was first getting adjusted to crutches. So mm-hmm. it was really hard to just get up and down the stairs. Yeah. yeah. Did that, do you think that like affected like your daily routine at school? 100%. Oh, yeah. It made it a lot harder to go into like just from class to class. And then. And so yeah. the elevator works now, right? And yeah, it's been this. working for the past two weeks pretty well. So it's been good. Yeah. That's good. Um, could you explain how your injuries affected your daily routine at school? Okay, so it definitely made school just, you know, going around from class to class really hard. I would say going from AQR to, like, football, that was really hard, having to go all the way across the school, especially for the first, like, week or so. Just It's, it's not fun. Yeah. It's, it was pretty tiring, but I would say it's really just the movement part that really just sucks. I feel like it, like, affected your academic performance at school at A all? A little bit, yeah, especially, like, because I was out for about two weeks because I had oh. a – I was out – on Friday when the injury happened, and then I had to go to the ER to get it, you know, relocated. And then on Monday, I went through surgery. So I was out for like a whole week and a half. But luckily, the teachers, you know, gave me accommodations, and they let me, I guess, just turn those in a little bit later. So I was able to turn everything in, but there was times when I definitely was falling behind a little bit. Can you describe a specific, like, particularly challenging time since your injury? Yeah, so I would say... The most challenging part was right after I uh, got my splint off, and they put the boot on. So this was like after surgery, about a week later. Mm-hmm. Actually, no, about two weeks later after the surgery, I went into the orthopedic, and they took it off. And just like looking at my foot, it looked like it didn't even look like it was a part of me. It was crazy because <clears throat> I had crazy stitches on like the right side, like discoloration. My whole like calf muscle was basically gone because, you know, I haven't been able to work it out, obviously, you know, yeah. with the, it's like not putting any weight on it since – I tore those tendons and like they had to repair it. I have like no mobility in my foot. So I have to kind of like get back into it. Mm -hmm. So when I like my brain was telling my foot to move, but it couldn't. So like that was the most frustrating part, I would say, was just trying to like get my body like, okay, you know, like you should be able to do it, but your body wouldn't let you do it. That was probably frustrating. So that's what I'm working on right now. Just physical therapy, you know, getting it more mobility so I can eventually start walking again. That's good. How would you feel like your daily routine would be different if the elevator wasn't working at Bowie? Ooh, it would, it would be really bad. I would mm-hmm. say like just having to, especially on a days, I have to go up and down the stairs like constantly. So it yeah. would be really bad. I mean, luckily, you know, mine, even though it is a severe injury, I still have like, full access to my left leg. So if need be, I could hop up the stairs. But for people, you know, who can't or are like in a worse position than me, yeah. it would be very bad for them because you know if that if that's not working. I don't know how they would be able to get up the stairs there. Yeah. 
it's really important that the elevator is working. Oh yeah, hundred so, percent. Do you, you don't play like football right no, now? No, not right now. Right now, I'm just kind of just sitting on the sideline with my friends, you know, just watching. Still a part of the team, but just not playing. Yeah. Would you still be able to get to all your classes if the elevator would be out of order? Mm, I think I would be, but I'd have to definitely like ask my teachers to leave at least ten minutes before because that's the that's the thing too. You know, if I leave when the class ends and the elevators weren't working. I have to wait for the traffic to completely come down because there's no way I can get down the stairs when everyone's walking, you know, up and down. There's just too much traffic, too much people moving around. It'd be really hard, so I'd have to leave really early. And when the elevator was under repairs, how would you get, like, to your classes on the top floor? When I did, luckily it was only for two days, so it wasn't that bad. But, mm -hmm. like, the first time I looked at it, I like, tried to put the key in, and it wasn't working. I was like, ah, oh, dang it. But yeah. luckily there was a teacher nearby, and she just, like, took my crutches, and I was able to hop up the stairs. And then I got a friend who was able to help me down the Do stairs. Do you feel like Bowie has supported you during this time? Yeah, I would say, yeah, for sure. Like, definitely when it comes to just, I guess, like, helpers, you know, teachers being more, like, aware, students just being more aware and just helping me get around. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> I would say for sure. There's definitely people who have definitely helped, and Bowie's definitely helped, you know, with being able to make sure that the elevator has key work, like, is still working, yeah. and giving me and providing that key for me. I think there's definitely, like, you know, precautions that I, Bowie's took to help me, which is very... Do you feel like there's anything they could do to, like, make it even better, or do you think they just do enough? I think, I think they do enough. I think maybe, you know, just make more. That's one thing I've noticed, you know, just being, I guess, like, only being able to hop around. You notice that, like, some stuff uh, isn't, I guess, I guess it's not as accessible to people who are injured or, you know, disabled or yeah. are crippled. I feel like just being make sure, like, try to make sure that stuff is properly working and that, like, be aware that, you know, people are out there with these type of injuries and more that they should be as just, like, I guess, just appreciated just as much as a normal, any, any other person. Mm -hmm. So I think just, like, you know, taking those, like, extra steps forward just to make sure that ramps are applied to everywhere and just making sure, like, you know, to give people accommodations like the elevator. I think just making sure, like, you are taking those steps to look at it was, like, more than enough. I think they're doing yeah. that. Yeah. It's important that they just keep everything in check, make sure everything's working when they need to be. Yeah, yeah exactly. Okay, thank you for letting us interview you. Yeah, thank you. It was, it was really fun. I liked it. Good. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast today. We hope you enjoyed. Bye. Bye.